We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. Hey, I'm Joe Connolly, along with producer Neil A. Caruso. In for a treat here today. I'm thrilled to meet Melba Wilson, the owner of Melba's Restaurant, and also the president of the New York City Hospitality Alliance. And we wanted to talk to Melba because the restaurants reopening have been so much in the news. Melba, two-part question to start. How have the restaurants been doing so far? And now, how will they improve operations from here, Melba? Well, the restaurants that have been open have only been open for takeout and delivery. Um, And the majority of the restaurants were not able to pivot and provide takeout and delivery services. So that means that the majority of of our businesses have been closed. And those of us that have been open, such as myself, for takeout and delivery, are averaging somewhere between 20 to 30 percent, which makes it very grim and very difficult. The margins in the restaurant industry are very slim to begin with. So you need approximately somewhere between 70 to 75 percent of capacity in order to make a small profit. Why have restaurants opened Melba knowing that they're going to lose money when they reopen for a while? Such a tough situation. It's a tough situation. But when you're looking at our restaurant family, which means our employees, um, you know, as long as we're able to pay to pay our employees for a lot of us, that was the goal, as well as people that are in the restaurant industry. We, we're givers by nature. So um, anybody that works in this in the food and beverage industry, it's it's our pleasure to to provide service to people through food and and beverage. So at this time, for us to be able to feed frontline workers was definitely, um, you know, something that we all wanted to do. Whether and, and there were other people who work at various restaurants where the restaurants were closed and they would come in and volunteer their services just to be able to give back in this time of need. And that's what New York City is about. New York City is about taking care of one another. Will the opening of, of sidewalk and street side and parking lot dining be good enough? Is that another good step? I think that the opening of sidewalks and street dining is a great step in the right direction. I truly believe that this is a lifeline that a lot of small businesses have been looking for. And you hope to reopen in person in another two weeks, right? Inside the restaurant? 
If everything goes well during phase two, we hope that the mayor will um, make it okay for us to open uh, phase three somewhere within the next two weeks. Of course, it all depends on the numbers. Melba, you mentioned the profit margins that are really tight for restaurants. Well, small businesses especially, how do you suggest that they adjust if they don't have the capital to reopen and you have this outdoor dining, which is a first, and you're dealing with curbs and and now they're closing streets nights and weekends to expand capacity. Uh, What's your biggest advice for these small restaurants? My biggest advice to small businesses is to pivot. You know, one of the things that we were able to do at Melba's is we were able to get T-shirts printed. You know, we have a cookbook that we've been selling and also gift cards. So be creative and pivot and also cross promote. We've been cross promoting and supporting so many other businesses in the community to make sure that our community thrives and that we stay alive. What has made Melba's restaurant stand out in Harlem in in staying afloat and then also your efforts to recover from this crisis? I think one of the abilities is that we're extremely community oriented. You know, I I purposely opened up Melba's in, in a community that I'm born and raised in. I'm born, bred and buttered in the community, in the village of Harlem. And Harlem has been good to me, but also I try to be as good to Harlem as I possibly can. And it's a relationship. It's a relationship built on love, built on community, and built on togetherness. And that's what we do as New Yorkers. When times are hard, we support each other. Last weekend, I went to Chinatown. I, I got takeout. Everything that I got was in Chinatown. And, um, you know, it's about me supporting that community also. But that's what we do as New Yorkers. I was at the Gully Restaurant in Queens for some great Indian cuisine two weeks ago. New Yorkers like to be sociable. We like to go out. However, we all agree it is imperative that we remain physically distant while being socially active. I just want to ask a question for restaurant customers who don't understand the business. You said that it's been tough partly because most restaurants had not been able to pivot to doing takeout and delivery only. Is that because that's two separate operations or why why was that so difficult and why will sidewalk dining help with that problem? Well, it is very difficult to do takeout. I I personally uh, at Melba's was open 14 years before I decided to do takeout. And I thought takeout was just bringing another body in the restaurant in order to handle the calls. But it's an entirely separate operation. So unless it's something that you were doing previously, I find that a lot of my counterparts found it very difficult um, to pivot and, you know, express this in conversations. Um, however, also look at the fact that we are closed. We've been closed for three months. However, the bills do not stop. A lot of us still have to pay rent. Most of us still have to pay rent. We have to pay Con Ed bill. We have to pay insurance. You know, there are a lot of bills that still carry on, even though our restaurants are not physically open. So um, that's one of the reasons it's, it's been very, very difficult for us to catch up. So opening at, at um, you know, opening for outdoor seating right now is important. Um, it will uh, it will allow us to have more guests that are going to come in, order takeout, but then they have a place to socialize, to sit outside in a safe environment. It's sounding like a lot of landlords have not given breaks. I thought at first half of them were. Uh, they're just not budging on breaks on rent, Melba? 
That is unfortunately true. A lot of landlords have not budged on rents. And that's our largest fixed cost is, of course, rent. So if you're looking at a business that's been closed for the last three months and you still have to pay the rent, that's a very tough place. So there's a lot of catching up that we need to do um, in the restaurant industry. However, we are grateful for the mayor and, uh, you know, Commissioner Doris and uh, Commissioner Trottenberg for giving us this this lifeline that was so desperately needed. In a 10 block radius from where Melba's is, we have six businesses that have closed in a 10 block radius and three more that are considering closing that I've personally spoken to in the last three months. That's an alarming rate because when a business is closes, the employees don't have a place to work and a community suffers. Melba talks about an industry, Jill, that was really never disrupted and now forced to pivot. So I found that interesting, and that was really a big reason why we hosted the WCBS Virtual Business Breakfast this week, something we had to adapt to because we're, we always had these big networking events at hotels, and now um, we're hearing from people who need survival tips who are now forced to adapt and pivot in industries that you never thought really had to. So we had Cindy Bigelow of Bigelow Tea on our program, also, Joe Colangelo of Boxcar, a parking app that saw their business plummet 100%. And when they had no revenue coming in, he created four new services to stay afloat. And he had some interesting advice as well, Joe. And the other business, Michael Bednark of Bednark Studio, the first business to all of a sudden create PPE for hospital workers in New York City, featured on 60 Minutes. And we spoke with him uh, on our small business spotlight right here about how he was making products to support those hospital workers and keep them safe and become an essential business overnight. The business owners were brilliant, Neil. One idea they had that viewers picked up on right away is calling inactive customers just to say hello and to ask them what problems they're having in their lives in general to get ideas for new products or services to sell. And this makes so much sense because these are people you have a relationship of trust with already. And here's what three of the business owners on our virtual panel learned themselves during the pandemic. What was good in the morning wasn't good in the afternoon. And what was we thought we had locked and we'd send out procedures wasn't good enough the next day. So you had to be in constant contact and challenging yourself. And I try to pride myself on thinking ahead. What else does that mean? And I found myself really just just operating at like, you know, as fast as I could just to continue to try to keep up with what else we needed to do to do it right at Bigelow and for our employees. It was hard. It was a lot of work. For us, our biggest takeaway from this was like our communication, how we communicated with our team. Uh, we had a lot of team working from home. And for us, it was just, I think the feedback we got early on is like we weren't we weren't communicating well enough and we weren't fostering that community that you naturally sort of have when everyone's in a team setting in an office together. I always say that we were very lucky that our revenue fell 100%. Uh, we were in the commuting business. We do parking and uh, transportation for mostly New York City area commuters in the suburbs. Um, and yeah, our, our business went from uh, 700 parkings a day to zero. And uh, that really allowed us to zoom out and reconsider uh, you know, the entire purpose of our business. And so what we did for two weeks before we made any moves was we talked to our customers a lot. 
And, you know, again, whether your business is down 10% or 90% or your business is up because people are buying more of your product, that's, uh, that's probably my biggest recommendation right now is talk to your customers on the phone. Just say, hey, can I grab you for 15 minutes? Um, I just want to hear what your problems are because there may be these ways that you can solve their problems that you haven't thought of yet. And in an example of how businesses are reinventing in good ways, people said they loved being able to watch one of our business breakfasts on demand when they want to watch it. That's right, and you can also rewind and, and go back to it. It's available right now at wcbs880.com slash businessbreakfast. Again, wcbs880.com slash businessbreakfast for advice on survival and recovery and a lot more, a one-hour program that, Joe, you did a masterful job in hosting, as always, and so you can go on there and enjoy that. We're back now with Melba Wilson, the owner of Melba's Restaurant, in Harlem, and also the president of the New York City Hospitality Alliance. I'm wondering, what are things that you've learned about your business and your customers since the pandemic hit? And maybe that's influencing how you're reinventing yourself post-COVID. I've learned so much about my business uh, over the last three months and my customer base. I've learned that my customers are so loyal. Um, you know, how you tell the character of a person is how people support you and if they support you when times are difficult. And I have to say that we've had people come from other states to show us love. We've had people that have sent checks in uh, for our employee relief fund. We've had people that have brought books and sent emails and, and cards and just the kindest people um, all across this country. And that has brought me so much joy, but it's also given me hope. It's given me hope that during this time, which has been a trifecta, especially the COVID-19, um, you know, the George Floyd, Floyd situation, you know, um, Amy Cooper and the myriad of black people that have lost their lives sense senselessly. The way that people have come together during this time and this trifecta has truly given me hope. I think that, th that this is the hope and the beginning of change in this country. Well, Melba Wilson, we appreciate you taking the time. You're uh, doing great work at the New York City Hospital Alliance. We all wish you the best of luck because, you know, your success is, is a city's success at this point, and, and we certainly need you guys to, to bounce back, and, and hopefully we'll all get through this as a city uh, and a country, obviously. Melba Wilson, Melba's Restaurant in Harlem, thanks so much for taking time to talk with Joe and me today. Thank you so much. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.